0: Welcome to CS Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 115 of CS Radio. I'm J. Michael DeAngelis.
1: And I'm Amy Lynn Kirshner.
0: And we are incredibly excited today because we have our first guests of the season.
1: And they're pretty great guests. Um, We're delighted to have both Ashley and Dragon with us to talk about the Peer Career Advisor Program. Hey, Ashley and Dragon. Hey, Milan. Hey, Michael.
0: Hey, there. How are y'all? We're great. Uh, Why don't we get started? Uh, Milan, we've talked about this a little bit on the show, but could you give us a quick snapshot of what a PCA is?
1: Yes, it is much like it sounds, a Peer Career Advisor. We have 10 peer career advisors this semester who are current students who we have trained um, to help answer some career questions. So everything from resume and cover letter reviews to questions about handshake, the job and internship search. We as an office thought it would be great to have some kind of formal peer-to-peer advising in place because Well, it's great to hear from a career advisor. Sometimes students appreciate hearing from someone who's a little closer to their experience and can talk through their own experience as well as, uh, you know, the things we've trained them on. So that is the Peer Career Advising program in a nutshell. And both Ashley and Dragon are joining us for their second year. They joined us last year as well. And we have eight new Peer Career Advisors this semester.
0: That's fantastic. So uh, Ashley and Dragon, why don't you briefly introduce yourselves to our listeners?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, I can go first. Uh, my name is Ashley. I am a senior in Wharton. I'm studying business analytics and marketing. And as Milan mentioned, um, I started as a PCA um, one year ago, and um, it's been really great returning to the program, seeing how much it has developed um, over the course of the past few semesters. Um, career Services has always been a really important um, place for me on campus, and it's been really great for me to be able to like give back and also meet new people through the job. So it's been a really great experience for me, and I'm so thankful to be able to have this experience.
3: Awesome. Yeah, and I'm Dragon. I'm a junior in Wharton studying behavioral economics and business analytics. Um, so same with Ashley. I joined PCA, the PCA program last year when it first launched. And for me, it's also been a really phenomenal experience to really, you know, meet new people and also give back to my classmates and, you know, supporting them and guiding them through um, the journeys of finding a career, especially, uh, I guess, from freshman year, it was always, I felt like a very lost freshman, not really knowing what the next steps were and being able to kind of provide some more clarity and guidance in a more approachable manner over the past um, year or so has been um, really great and I would hope helpful too by Phil Pierce.
1: Yeah, and it looks a lot different this year, of course, just as everything does in 2020. But uh, Ashley and Dragon, as well as the other PCAs, have made a really seamless adjustment. This time last year, they were meeting with students in our career services library. So literally looking at a list of names of students who had signed in and meeting with them in person, sharing a laptop, which sounds crazy now to be so close together over one <laughs> over one laptop, looking at someone's documents. Um but this year, they're navigating it all through Handshake. So they've blocked their own schedules. Um, they're checking students in um, on their own. You know, approving those, those appointment requests. Um, and it seems like it's all going very well through Handshake. What do you all think about the transition? How's it going?
3: I think the transition has been really smooth and seamless. Especially, you know, um, with my um you kind of leading the charge here and getting everyone all on board and you know getting into the Handshake um, appropriately. Uh, I think for the most part, like people, like most of us, uh, most of us have really gotten used to the Zoom setup and really kind of finding our own little style to um, making the most of each meeting.
2: Yeah, I would echo a lot of what Dragon said. Um, definitely a lot of people are getting the hang of um, being able to like set up appointments and everything. And I think um, just as people get more situated throughout the semester, um, we'll be able to see more um, new faces in like our appointments, um, getting more people like familiar with like of appointments at career services and just meeting new people um, but I think like in general we've been able to tackle a lot of like questions that um, students have been coming in with um, and in many ways it's really retained a lot of like the great values that um, our previous appointments have been able to have like in person.
1: Yeah that's great so speaking of those questions what are the kinds of questions you're seeing most often these days?
2: Uh, yeah, I would say um, a lot of, because recruiting season is very much like well underway, um, a lot of like upperclassmen have been coming in kind of talking about um, how to neg- um, how to work through like career services um, fairs, um, how to talk to employers at those um, informational interviews or those first coffee chats, um, getting a second pair of eyes on resumes and cover letters, asking those questions that you may feel, some students may feel a little shy asking, I'm an adult or like a staff advisor, but getting that first glance from a peer, I think, um, has been really helpful for them. And then for first uh, for freshmen, I, a lot of questions have been kind of, what does Career Services do? Um, what kind of resources do you guys have? And how can I just start learning about everything that Penn has to offer? Just because there's so much information out there, but sometimes it's a little hard to parse through all of it. Um, I think like having conversations with like a real person uh, makes it a lot more, a um, lot easier to, to swallow.
1: Totally.
3: Yeah, I definitely echo at all of Ashley's points and sentiments, you know, I think a a little bit about our role is kind of being like a career services resource librarian, you know, we're here to kind of help identify and navigate what challenges a student might be facing and then kind of provide them, you know, with you know, uh, directory or links to additional resources that might be able to guide them um, further or even, you know, directly intervene and and support there. I think one of the kind of common question we also get, I think lately has also been um, helping students navigate like the culture fit uh, with, you know, the firms that they're recruiting for and kind of understanding how different organizations and industries kind of align with their values and, and what that looks like in the long term for them.
1: That's awesome. I love that comparison to like a career resource librarian because that's Sometimes I feel like that myself, that there's so many tools out there that the students could really benefit from. But you're right. The website is, there's a lot on it. There are many things to navigate in lots of different places. And if you don't know what you're looking for, it's hard to find. But if you, you you know, you all serve as that liaison between, I hear you're saying that you could use a career exploration tool. Why don't you check out Career Explorer? Being that bridge is really nice.
0: I have a question for both of you, which is, what's what made you want to become a PCA?
2: Yeah, um, I can go first here. Um, so actually, before I was a PCA, I was actually um, a work study student um, at the front desk for the uh, for the undergrad side in the Career Services office. Um, so I was kind of the person who is um, scheduling appointments for students and like helping them um, enter their appointments with staff advisors. And I think in that position, I really saw firsthand the need for something like peer-career advising Um, because there were some times throughout the days where I actually had to turn away students um, who were looking for career advice um, just simply because there weren't enough hours in the day for our staff advisors um, to meet with every single student and answer every single one of their questions. Um, And I think like in those moments I realized, you know, like if they're just looking for a resume review, I could do that for them. Or anyone who just kind of spends a few hours like getting trained by our staff advisors, they could also offer that same help and in many ways help alleviate a lot of the stress and a lot of the like responsibilities that the staff advisors are currently not able to fulfill because just simply because there aren't enough people. Um, so I think like when I saw that there was that need and when Jingy came up with the idea of like having peer career advising, I kind of jumped at the opportunity because, um, you know, turning away people is not, not a great, not, not fun. Um, so being able to like help people in a new way um, and bring something like a new resource and, offer a new touch point to meet new students I think was a really great idea. Um, I really wanted to help out.
3: Yeah awesome and think I think like for me personally um, I think guidance and mentorship has really been something that has rung you know dear and true, dear and true to my heart um, especially you know since uh, well since our year since I've been leading a watching guide which is kind of the largest mentorship program we have here at Warren and so The fact of being able to kind of give back and really guide people, um, you know, who are still kind of navigating their own journeys um, through their pathways and career and through um, school and academic work here in Warden has been something that kind of rung out to me. And that's, I think, a big part of why I I applied to the PCA. And, you know, it's been a phenomenal experience overall.
0: I, you know, we've been doing this now for uh, a year and a half. And again, as we talked about, obviously it's 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 looked uh, very different this this past semester. But how do you imagine the PCA program might involve evolve? Uh, 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 evolve? <laughs> how might the PCA problem oh boy, <laughs> I just like to keep our editor Kelsey on her toes Let's Start again. I'm wondering how you see the PCA program evolving in the future?
3: Yeah, I think in terms of how the PCA program can grow, um, right now, you know, how the PCA program works is that, you know, people often have to come to us first, you know, to kind of figure out, like, what they need or, like, how to navigate, right? It usually involves either going to the Handshake website or, um, you know, before just showing up at the Career Services office. I think that there's room for us to grow as an organization, you know, one step further in terms of bringing the PCA programs to to that in individual undergraduate schools and being proactive in terms of how we're setting up and scheduling our outreach with other student groups, with you know our um, undergraduate school um, and admin partners. Um, I know that's something that we have, I guess, started the process in the spring of last year, pre-COVID, with you know pop-ins in the engineering quad and in, in Warden. But you know, I think that's something that would definitely allow us to kind of grow further on in future years.
2: Yeah, I definitely think um, trying to reach students through different channels is something that we can constantly be um, growing and evolving. Uh, evolving. Um, so, for example, I know like this year we actually do have PCAs who represent all four schools at, at Penn, um, but obviously there are more opportunities for us to kind of be peer career advisors that are reflective of the Penn community. Um, maybe being able to target communities at Penn that we ne- don't ne- aren't necessarily um able to reach the same capacity um, and being just more intentional about uh, offering our hand out um, instead of asking them to come to us. Um, So I think Dragon really touched on a lot of the core parts of this, but I just wanted to emphasize that um, I think while we are making an effort to be very inclusive and like um, open, I think there are obviously ways that we can spearhead initiatives that um, can help us further achieve that goal.
1: I love that. We definitely encourage student groups classes, residences, which obviously feels very different this semester, but everyone to reach out because you all do excellent workshops as well. I'm curious, um, you know, of course you do the standard resume and cover letter workshops, but I have a sense that you got to do some more creative workshops over the past year. Do you have any that stood out to you as ones you particularly enjoyed presenting last year?
2: Um, Yeah, so last year I was able to Um, I think Wharton has, like, some kind of sophomore career professional journey, Um, and I was actually able to present at one of those with Jingy um, and one of our previous PCAs, Nicole, Um, and in that, I think we were able to see a much larger community come out, Um, and I think what was interesting was that they were asking a lot of questions that I didn't think a sophomore would be, like, wondering, Um, so in those instances, I think it helped me more, like, better understand where people were in like their own individual career process uh, progress or processes, um, and as a result, like I was able to take that information back with me to my personal appointments um, and like implement uh, answers that I think would be of more interest to uh, different different people and different students. Um, also today, actually, me and Dragon are with the other Wharton PCAs are going to be attending a, um, a kind of kind of like an intro to peer career advising workshop. And I think that will also be really interesting. Uh, it will be our first, um, or will be my first online workshop. Um, so I'm excited to see how that pans out.
3: Awesome. Yeah. And I think my favorite workshop, I guess, from last year has just been one that I've done for one of my student groups. Um, you know, we're using some of the knowledge I've learned through the PCA program, which is like how to code email people. It's been something that you know, people always mention about the amount of amazing resources you have here at Penn, um, but also like the alumni community. And for a lot of freshmen sophomores, it often feels very scary to just email an alumni or, um, or you know, a grad student or so out of the blue, asking to chat about their ex- experiences. So being able to kind of navigate through, you know, not only overcoming the mental hurdle of, of, re- of re- figuring out who to reach out to and how to reach out to them, but also kind of providing them a little bit of support in terms of, you know, why or how you should kind of target your interactions in order to best align that into long-term goals and planning for a lot of um, all my peers. So I think that was probably the, the my favorite workshop um, that I've done in the past year.
1: Nice.
0: So I have a question, and this will be for all three of you, including Milen. Um, uh, I guess for Dragon and Ashley, uh, uh, the question is, why would you encourage um, a fellow Penn student to apply to be a PCA next year? And Milen, how and when would I do that if I were interested?
1: That's a great question. And I don't think we've gotten there because we really just feel like we trained the new ones. <laughs> um, the process is definitely in the spring semester. <laughs> And you can apply through Handshake, I can tell you that. But I don't have a job posting yet, but we will certainly be promoting it in the spring.
3: Yeah, I would say the best reason to kind of apply for the PCA program is just really the opportunity to um, be exposed to all these different career services resources early on and being able to, and you know, being taught one, you know, how to properly do a cover letter, how to properly do a resume, but also kind of gain a lot of the experiences in reviewing others so that you can apply to your own self and kind of career growth as well. I think I, you know, not only have learned a lot um, through the PCA programs in terms of, you know, um, navigating interviews, cover letters and resumes, but as well as kind of getting a better hand on interacting with others, you know, managing advising appointments and really navigating the different resources available here at Career Services and and being able to be um, a better peer to my uh, fellow peers.
2: Yeah, I would say like you definitely learn as you advise on the job here. Um, So if you're someone who wants to become more involved with the Penn community, want to be able to grow like relationships not only with your peers, but also with an amazing office, um, I think like this is a great opportunity and something that I will definitely never be able to stop saying great things about. Um, I think that like just throughout my like career at Penn, I guess um, being a peer career advising advisor has really, I think made me develop the most both professionally and also like non professionally Um, just because you're working with so many different people. You're trying, I think a lot of it's like being able to be like an empathetic person and honing your communication skills um, there's just never a day where I feel like I'm not learning or not growing on this job. And I think that like really anyone can benefit from this program. And we really do would want, like we would want as many people as we could being like a peer career advisor. Um, just because I feel like it just further stimulates
1: uh, an environment where everyone's able to help one another. I love that. And I think we talk about this as advisors, and we've certainly talked about it here on the podcast. There's a lot of pressure at Penn and there's a lot of pre-professional pressure in particular. This- a lot of alliteration there. Um, but that whole conversation about what, what am I going to do for an internship? What am I going to do for my job after graduation? Do I need to, um, what courses should we be taking now so I can be pre-med? Like there's so much wrapped up in that, that a lot of times the beginning part of an appointment for a career advisor is saying, you're okay. <laughs> you're doing the right things. You're on pace. You've, got impressive experience, let's just package it in a way that translates to your audience. Um, and I know that personally, I, I find that um, rewarding in a way because you, it's it's nice to be able to lift someone up a bit. And I know that from conversations with you, Ashley, and with you, Dragon, and certainly with some of the other PCAs, that, that they're already experiencing that, that there's a lot of um, expectation resetting and reminding people that they're in a good place, um, So I just think that that's another rewarding, specific part of of advising Penn students in particular. Um, But yeah, look for that posting in the spring on Handshake. We'll be doing interviews, hopefully in person, although this year they were uh, over blue jeans, but um, more information to follow for sure.
0: Well, I wanna thank Dragon and Ashley, not just for being our guests today, but for being amazing. PCAs, and I encourage all of our undergraduate listeners to um, seek out Dragon and Ashley or any of our PCAs. You can make a same or next day uh, pop in with them in Handshake, and so just um, log into Handshake, click on Career Center, and then on Appointments, and the Peer Career Advising option should pop right up. <laughs>
1: Every day between 9 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern, there should be availability. So look for that for a 20 minute pop in. Thank you. I
0: think that's an important uh, point to highlight that we did not talk about, which is the PCAs are available after Career Services closes at 5 p.m. Eastern time in America. Uh, So you have uh, two more hours in which you can make a connection with a career advisor. Uh, even though our office is uh, technically closed, yeah, and, and that's it's, a great, great benefit of this.
1: It's true, and even in the morning, I know a lot of us, even though we start at nine, we don't necessarily make nine a.m. appointments because we have, you know, administrative things to get caught up on, go through email before we start the day. But I know you. I think both both of you have morning uh, drop in pop-ins, Ashley and Dragon. So especially if yep. you aren't in our time zone, it's a little bit more convenient.
3: Yeah, and I'm actually kind of surprised, too, because a lot of my, my 9 a.m. blocks usually are more popular than my usually evening ones or my daytime
1: ones. Very interesting. Makes sense, I guess. Oh, great. Thank you both so much for joining us and for being fantastic PCAs.
0: And we'll see everybody next time on CS Radio.
1: Thank you for having us.
0: Yeah, thanks for having us.
2: This podcast is by University of Pennsylvania Career Services, a division of the Vice Provost for University Life. It was created, produced, and hosted by J. Michael DeAngelis and Amy Lynn Kirschner. It was mixed and edited by Kelsey Padilla. Special thanks to this week's guests, Ashley Chin and Dragon Chin. Our theme music is by Mila, used under a Creative Commons attribution license. Please join us again next time on CS Radio.